We here at Sports Best Friends acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the traditional custodians of the land, water and sky throughout Australia on which we record. We recognise their strength, diversity, resilience and deep connection to country. We pay our respects to Elders of the past, present and future as they hold the memories, knowledge and spirit of Australia. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of The Last Claw, a West Tigers podcast brought to you by the Sports Best Friends Podcast Network. You can find a whole collection of amazing rugby league podcasts on Spotify, on Apple, under the Sports Best Friends Podcast Network. Also make sure to follow The Biggest Tiger on Twitter so you can keep up with all things Sports Best Friends throughout the season and at Last Claw Pod on Twitter as well so you can keep up with what we're doing as the West Tigers season progresses. Well, it was another one of those weeks in Tiger Town. Uh, a tough loss to take against the Warriors on Friday night. We went down 16 point to 12 losers at Campbelltown Stadium against the New Zealand Warriors in a game that we really should have won, to be honest. Uh, you watched that 80 minute performance and. I think we were the better side. I think we had more opportunities to score and we just didn't take them. I said in last week's podcast that if we can just show a bit more effort and put in a bit more put in a bit more effort then and we get beaten by the better side, then I won't complain and I can be happy with that. But I feel like the effort was there on Friday night. There was effort there, but I don't know if we were beaten by the better side. I think the Warriors got away with one. And, you know, full credit to them. They got the two points. Um, They got the win at the end of the day. But we bombed two or three tries in this game. And, you know, when you lose by four points, that completely makes the whole difference to the result of the game. Um, We're going to talk a little bit about some individual performances. I thought Dane Laurie had maybe his the worst game he's ever going to have in his career. Um, the first half, he wasn't, he wasn't great. He wasn't great in the first half. I didn't think he was that terrible. Obviously, that um, Adam Pompey try for the Warriors, he kind of completely misjudged his leap on trying to defuse that bomb. And, um, and Pompey was able to easily collect it and score. Um, so that wasn't great for him. But going into the second half, I thought he didn't have a great first half, but there's obviously a chance to turn things around in the second 40 minutes. Um, he just didn't seem like he was switched on to the game whatsoever. It was it was really disappointing to see because he's been such a shining light for us um, throughout last season. And, you know, he started the year maybe not on that same level but he hasn't been terrible but against the Warriors um, you could just quite clearly see that he wasn't he wasn't there he wasn't I don't know whether mentally he wasn't prepared or physically there might have been some niggling injury but he um, he just wasn't wasn't the Dane Laurie that we're used to seeing that that try that he should have scored where Luke Brooks put a nice kick in back towards the uh, 
back towards the post and Laurie ran through, um, you know, ran his line perfectly and nine, 99 times out of 100 in that situation, he he just collects the ball and, and falls falls over to score. Um, obviously, this, though, the 100th occasion, um, he just puts the ball puts the ball down and, and isn't able to convert it into four points, which would have put us into the lead at that stage in the game. So, you know, it was tough. It was tough to, to watch that from Dane Laurie. Hopefully, though, against the Titans this week, we do see uh, a turnaround in his form. Uh, Jock Madden, another player I want to touch on, I thought he was really good uh, in his first game of the season. I think he looked didn't look like he was out of his depth. He looked like he belonged in first grade. I think he kicked really well. I think he organised well. Um, he got the try assist for the first try for James Tarmow, the ball back on the inside. He put in a nice kick, which led to Zane Musgrove's try. Um, he, he looked like he was meant to be there, and I hope to see the same, more of the same from him while he has this opportunity in first grade with Dewey injured, with Hastings suspended. I want to see Jock Madden really step into this role because the last thing I want is for him to get lost behind the other playmakers that we have and tend to sign elsewhere in order to get, you know, first grade minutes under his belt because I think he's a really talented um, talented half and it would be really disappointing to see him go elsewhere and, and start tearing it up somewhere else, which is, you know, something that's happened to the Tigers a lot over, over recent years. Uh, Stefano Itoikamanu, I thought he was impressive in the stint that he had. Unfortunately, though... Um, confirmed by the club during the week, he will be out for eight to ten weeks with a syndesmosis injury, which is devastating because uh, Big Stefano has been a really, really in- integral part of our forward pack uh, since he came in to the side last year. He's just grown and grown as a player so much in the last year and a bit, and to to now lose him for the best part of two and a half months is um is devastating. Um, we're going to miss him in the middle so much, and I think we're gonna we're going to notice his absence um, going forward. Definitely, um, I don't think some people realise just how much he does for us in the middle. I know he's had a couple of quieter weeks, but he's still uh, he's still able to do a lot of damage uh, in the middle in terms of making meters and uh, just the impact that he has with the ball. So we're going to miss him a lot. Um, so, yeah, disappointing to lose him for the next week. I thought Luke Garner, playing out of position in the centres, did a really good job. He defended really well. I thought, obviously, in attack, we didn't really make a lot happen down that side of the field. But in defence, I think our right side has actually done really well this season in terms of being able just to slide slide and cover and make their tackles. And Luke Garner um, was impressive uh, in that role at right centre on Friday night. just love the game but more than that i love the community if you're a fan of rugby league or the nrl you'll love big tees tees unique affordable and made for fans find a link to the online store in the show notes below you'd look good in one of big tees tees moving on to our round four clash with the gold coast titans we're taking them on at seabar super stadium up on the sunny gold coast Thursday night, it is the 7.30 kickoff. Uh, we're going to run through the teams ever so quickly now. For the Tigers, we have Dane Laurie in the full-pack position. David Nofaluma and Ken Mamalo are the wingers. Mamalo returning 
to the side from being omitted last week and from his injury. James Roberts and Oliver Gildart make up the centre pairing with Jock Madden and Luke Brooks, the halves. James Tarmow and Zane Musgrove are the front rowers. Musgrove coming into the starting side for Stefano. Jacob Little is the nine. Kelmer Tuolungi back into the starting, uh, back into the side, sorry, from injury. Luciano Leilua and Joe Offangawe, the back rowers. Tyrone Peachy, Alex Twal, Luke Garner and Alex Seyfarth are the interchange bench now. The opposition, they are missing, uh, uh, they're missing uh, Campbell. Jermaine Asako will start at fullback. Corey Thompson comes back into their side on the wing with Greg Marziu on the other wing. Brian Kelly and Patrick Herbert are the centres. Alexander Brimson is the six and Toby Sexton is the seven. Uh, Fodawaka and Jolliffe are their starting front row with Aaron Clark in the nine. David Fafida, Bo Fermor and Tino Fasua Malawi make up a pretty damaging back row. Will Smith... Sam Lasone, Kevin Proctor, and Jared Wallace are their interchange bench. Nofaluma says, I'm here, I've got you. Uh, going into this game, I, I am nervous, you know, because the Titans have shown already in the opening three rounds that they can score a lot of points. And the Tigers, defensively, we haven't been... We haven't been the strongest over the opening three weeks, and if the Titans are going to throw 100% at us, then I don't know how much we're going to be able to keep out in terms of points. Um, the thing that I am holding on to hope-wise is uh, the Titans defensively on the other side of the ball. Yes, they can score points, but they've also been prone to concede uh, quite a lot of points. Obviously, last week, a good example of that, the first half they we're up 22 nil. They piled on the points against the Raiders, and then uh, I don't know. They've got a young. They've got a young side, a young spine. Um, obviously, they just lost focus in that game, and and they let the Raiders right back in, and ended up losing 24 to 22, 24 unanswered points um, to the Raiders in that game. So, and then round one, they played the Eels. Uh, the scoreline, I can't even remember the scoreline. It was like 32 to 28. So. You know, high, high scoring game. So, you know, hopefully, if anything, it should be entertaining. It's a good opportunity for our attack to see what they can do, see if they can click and uh, and start to put some points on. Um, you know, I think it will be a higher scoring game. The Tigers not usually the type of team that like to uh, that like to stick in and defend. And uh, it seems the Titans are a bit of the same. Um, I'm interested to see Jermaine Asako in his first game for the Titans. I think. I think losing Jaden Campbell is a big a big out for them, but um, Asako obviously signed on from the Broncos uh, a week or two ago. Um, is still a very talented player and still definitely dangerous with the ball in his hands, and he's going to be one that we're going to have to look out for. Uh, Corey Thompson comes back into this side, the former Tiger. Um, you know he's a fantastic young he's a he's a fantastic little player. Um, we know this from his time at the Tigers. He can be. Really, really damaging with uh, with the ball in his hands and um, can break a tackle, make a line break. He's quick, he's agile. Um, yeah, so he's going to have to be one we keep an eye on as well. We definitely can't sleep on Corey Thompson. Um, I think uh, Kelma Tuolungi coming back into this Tigers side is a big in for us. He's uh, He was impressive in the opening couple of weeks for the Tigers. Uh, he runs a really good line. He defends really well, I think. Um, yeah, it's good to see that He's made a return this week and hopefully he can rip in and uh, do some damage for us. He's up against some tough competition in, um, in David Fafida, Bo Fermor um, in the Titans' second row. But uh, him and Luciano, uh, you know, they got their work cut out for him. But 
I'm confident that both of those guys uh, should be able to stand up and you know really make an impression on this game. I think it's going to be a huge week for Jock Madden and Luke Brooks. They're up against a really young, inexperienced halves pairing. And Brooks Brooks in this game, in terms of the spine players, he is the experienced man. He is the guy that is going to have to stand up and win this game for his side. I think if the Tigers win, Luke Brooks is going to be the one orchestrating it. And I know that a lot of people haven't really seen Luke Brooks as that guy that can lead the Tigers in that direction, but I think this is a great game for him to show that that's what he can do and to prove a, long, a lot of doubters wrong. Um, you know, myself being one of them, you know, I, I haven't been 100% behind Luke Brooks, especially at certain points of this season so far. So I think this is an opportunity for him to step up and say, you know, this is my team. Um, I'm going to take this team to a win tonight. So... Hopefully Luke Brooks can get that job done, obviously, as well. Dane Laurie looking for it to bounce back from his disappointing 80 minutes against the Warriors. But it's going to be a, it's going to be a tough game for the Tigers. Every game is, um, if you're a Tigers fan. But, um, you know, we'll support our team no matter what. And uh, hopefully they can pull through and get their first win of the 2022 season. Okay, well, that's going to do us for another week on The Last Claw. Uh, Hopefully, we have a lot more uh, of a happy vibe going into the next episode if we can get a win this week against the Titans. Um, You know, I'm getting a bit sick of talking about uh, how badly we're losing and how badly we're playing and how he needs to improve and how he needs to do better and how we need to do better in that department. I would love to be able to hit the record button next week and say, wow, what a great performance from the West Tigers. A wonderful 80 minutes, uh, a great way to get our first win of the season. So fingers crossed that's what we're talking about next week. If not, it'll just be another regular old episode of The Last Claw. I'll see you guys next week. Sports Best Friends would like to thank you for listening right to the end. You are our kind of people. Find other great sports podcasts in our family by subscribing. And remember... Social media isn't a bad place, you just need to follow the right people.